The following podcast you're about to hear may contain strong language, so if you are easily offended, tune into another podcast. Guess what? SK Vibe Maker interviews are hotter. SK Vibe Maker, my interviews are hotter. You know we bring through the best special guests. We are not changing tradition anytime soon. Who's in the building today? Big Glow, Glow Rilla. Let's go. Let's go. I tried, was that all right? You know, that was quite okay. <laughs> <laughs> How does it feel to be back in the UK? I feel like you're elevating at the moment. Like, Are you feeling all the love that you're getting? Yes, um, I love the UK. Mm-hmm. They always treat me so good when I come out here. We love you, man. I love you. I bet. Yeah. You're <laughs> definitely on fire. You've been working with Miss Banks. Yep. And I've already though you've been in the studio with them, right? Yeah. Uh, how did that link up happen? How did it happen? Um, she just really popped up in my session and stuff. Then, you know, we was talking. She's super cool. Mm-hmm. And so um, it was a track I had already started on, and then I was finishing it. Then she came, she speak, she can, she can rap. You talk about in particular Miss Banks or Ivor and Miss Banks. Uh huh. Yeah, she she can rap for real. I like her. Miss Banks be connecting with the artists, man. For sure. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. So how are you in the studio? I mean, do you write in the studio? Do you freestyle in the studio? I write. I'm a writer. You're a writer. Yeah. How long does it usually take for you to make a song? It, it depends on the beat. Like, if the beat all right, then I might, it might take me a minute. But if it's a beat that's just like, boom, 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 I'll write faster. Mm-hmm. But like for, I think my fastest process for writing a whole song might be like 45 minutes okay. to an hour. You're pretty quick then. For real? Yeah, I mean, that's quick. But like, that's for a good song. On yeah. a good day, if the beat just slamming and I like it. But if the beat, I got to work with it, then it might take a little longer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So repping Memphis, Tennessee. That's yes. where you're from, right? Yes. I mean, tell us, man, like, give us a quick snapshot into the Glorilla come up. Because it hasn't been overnight. Some people thought that you just landed in 2021, 22. Mm-hmm. But you've been here for a few years. Yeah, I've been putting in the work uh, since, like, 2019. I've been actually putting in the work. You know, I've been taking it serious. Like, I didn't play about it. Like, I was working jobs and still make sure I go to the studio whenever I wrote something. Did I, like heard a beat and I, I used to write at home. I used to write in the studio because I used to have to like out broke. So I used to just studio time was high. So I'm like, mm, I'm gonna write it, then go to the studio and record it so I can mm-hmm. have time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I've been recording and working for a minute now. Mm. I had just getting I had just started getting noticed in like 2020, 2021. Mm. So when did you drop out the day job? When did you get rid of that day job and say, uh, I'm doing this music full time? I'm fully confident as an artist. At the beginning of 2021. Okay. Matter of fact, on New Year's Day. So you were still life. working all that whole time? You still had a job? Nah, I, okay, I had, I was working all the way up from 2019. And 2020 came, I stopped working in June. Then I started, I started back working in like October. Mm-hmm. Then that's when I quit January the first, and I never worked again after January last year. New chapter. Yep. Most likely up next was your debut project back in a few years ago. I mean, the title of the project suggests that maybe you weren't sure that this was going to happen for you. So, like, you know, kind of give a snapshot into that. Like, why you titled that project that? Um, it was actually I knew I was up next, and it's crazy because that was my first album I ever put out. And I was just starting, but, like, I knew, like, I believed in myself. Like, I'm one person that really believed in myself. Like, mm-hmm. nobody else did, I most definitely believed in myself. So, 
when I was thinking of an album name, that's when I thought, I don't know what made me think of it, but I just thought of most likely up next. And then that's when I did the cap and gown, because, you know, the senior. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to say that is word. How you say mm-hmm. that superlatives? How you, how you say that word, that stuff they do in high school? Most likely. Superlatives. Oh, okay. I never knew how to say that word. I mean, I never use that. That's not in my vocabulary. Don't think either. I'm slow. <laughs> 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 but, yeah, so I thought about that. Then that's when I did the little cap and gown. Mm-hmm. And now we're here. Yep. Guess what? SK Vibe Maker interviews are hotter. So let's talk about FNF. Like I know a few people have asked you this question before, but how easy has it been for you to stay foul free, maybe? <laughs> That's the clean version. Yeah. I mean, how, how easy has it been for you to stay clear of those type of guys? Because I learned from experience. So like I know what to look out for and what like not to do. Mm-hmm. So like once you go through stuff, you know, you learn, you live and you learn. Everybody mm-hmm. got to live through it to know, you know what I'm saying? Everybody got to go through mistakes to know what they got to do mm-hmm. in the first. So, yeah, that's how I learned. Simple. Because I done had a couple. Mm. I mean, the what challenge you? the challenge has been popping on TikTok as well, the FNF challenge. And you've said that you're not a TikTok rapper. I'm not. Yeah. Um, but it's really taken off on TikTok. And I love it. Yeah. I love it. Has it taken off more than you expected? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, like, I, I knew it was a hit, but, like, like I said, I'm a person that I always believed in myself, so anytime I drop something, I be like, okay, this is a hit. Mm-hmm. I'm getting noticed, but when FNF did it, it was crazy. I'm like, oh, shit, mm-hmm. it's really happening. Mm-hmm. And so. Is it easy to kind of, like, stay, stay clear of becoming a TikTok rapper because people will call you that even if you don't see yourself as a TikTok rapper? You be calling me a TikTok rapper? Well, I mean, if you have a song that blows up on the platform, people might just say you're a TikTok rapper. And it was so crazy, I didn't even know it blew up on TikTok. Mm. I didn't even know that it was blowing up on... I'm a Facebook type person. Facebook still? I'm a big Facebook user. Wowza. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I use Facebook a lot, and so... It first went viral on Facebook. Like, it was going, like, Facebook, Instagram was my secondary app at first. Now Instagram probably, like, my primary. But, yeah, it blew up on Facebook. Then it was blowing up on Instagram, too. I really, like, I'm the type of person, I post stuff on TikTok and get off of it. Mm. I don't watch it. And so everybody was like, you know, your song blowing up on TikTok? Mm. I ain't know that. But, like I said, it was going viral on all the other platforms. Mm-hmm. And when people were telling me it was blowing up on TikTok, that was like super cool because once you blow up on TikTok, yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's crazy, and then people might be calling you a TikTok rapper. That's the gift and the curse of it. I like it though because TikTok a big platform. Mm-hmm. But like, I got songs for TikTok, and a lot of people ride in the car listen to my songs. Like normal TikTok songs, you don't ride in your car listen mm-hmm. to them. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people be riding in the car listening to my songs. You for know sure, for sure. I love it. I'm not saying you are a TikTok rapper, but some, some people, people might try to say. say yeah, yeah mm-hmm. and sometimes you know artists get quite upset about that. It's cool if they do say it though, because like I said, TikTok is a huge platform. Mm, and a huge. You can make a lot of money out of TikTok. I wish I could say it like how you said, like huge. Like, <laughs> <kinda>. <laughs> Just <say> me, <laughs> Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so you are one of ten children, right? Yes. And you're the eighth child. Yep. Man, that's that's a lot, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, how did you kind of navigate through that dynamic of being one of ten children? Because maybe you might not get the attention you want, or Maybe, I mean, you're one of the youngest, so I don't know how that fits in. I was one of the um, 
youngest, but I always got treated like one of the big kids. Like, mm-hmm. my mom used to always put me in the group with the big kids. Mm-hmm. And, like, I used to get mad because, like, my the two that's younger than me, they used to get privileges. Like, they ain't have to have no chores. Mm-hmm. They ain't, like, they had to ease the homework because I was homeschooled for mm-hmm. a minute. So I used to want to get the priv- same privileges they had, but I used to have to be in the big kids category all the mm-hmm. time. But that matured me though. Mm-hmm. So then, like my um older siblings, okay, so bam, my mom got two baby daddies. Mm-hmm. I don't like saying baby daddy. One of my daddy was a husband, but mm-hmm. her first one she had three kids. Mm-hmm. Then the rest of us got the same dad. The rest of mm-hmm. the seven, mm-hmm. but the older three like way older than me. Like okay. the youngest one of them is ten years older than me. Oh, straight. So it's like, not, not that older, though. Ten years older than me? Ten year gap? I mean, like, I ain't get to spend, like, a lot of time, lot of time with, with them. them. Like, mm-hmm. that was 10, 12, and 16 when I was born. So okay. I remember a little of staying with them being young, but I don't got a lot of memories as much as I do with my mm-hmm. older brothers. So, so it was, like, it was cool. Like, I never just can remember being, what's the word? I just can't never remember just being all ten of us. Cause like mm-hmm. my oldest brother, I remember him being at home, but I don't. Mm-hmm. I knew him more as I grew up as a teenager and was around him. Mm-hmm. But like it never, I could never remember when all ten of us was in the same household for a long time. Straight. So yeah. you mentioned being homeschooled. I know you grew up in the church as well, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. So your music definitely at the moment is not gospel. It's very <laughs> ratchet and very hood. So uh-huh. talk to me about that transition from growing up in the church and then all of a sudden saying, you know what, this is my music. I'm going to be raw, unfiltered, and ratchet. I was. I don't know how your family feels about it. I grew up in the church and in the hood. Mm. So like I sung in church, then went back home to the ghetto, ratchet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So then I went to school with, like I said, I went to the most hooded schools mm-hmm. in Memphis. I lived in the hood, hood. Mm-hmm. So it was a mixture of both. Then, you know, like, I, I feel like all the hood kids go to church. Mm-hmm. But now, nah, but my mama was most strict on church. Mm-hmm. Like, she enforced it. Then, like I said, even, like, it used to be Sunday, then Wednesday Bible study, Tuesday choir rehearsal. Any day church was over and we was in there. Fully in the church. So, then I mean, the day, are you in your rebellion phase, would you say? Nah, because I still pray. I still, like, I never left God out. Like, it's instilled in me. Mm-hmm. So, like, I never didn't believe in God. You know, we all, we believe in God. Everybody ain't perfect. I hear that. Yeah. So you could have maybe possibly been a gospel rapper. Possibly. I was was that singer. close? I never can imagine. I, I'm going to try. My mom be asking me. She be like, you going to make me a gospel song? <laughs> but I used to sing in church. Okay. And so I we just can't sing no more. That's why I started rapping. Oh, so we ain't got those forthcoming songs where you're going to be harmonizing and singing and stuff. That's I'm going to try. I'm going to take like try. a vocal class or something. We look forward to that. Yeah. <laughs> now, tomorrow too, man. I've got to say, the lines on this song might be some of my favorite lines of the year. You said something like, I can't say your name up in my song today because I might not F with you tomorrow. Now you can't curse on her? You can curse, but not me. Oh, okay. Why if you can't you curse? Because I'm the presenter, man. i got a set of examples. Are you going to blur all my cursor is that? Possibly. Oh, okay. you got to speak to that guy behind the camera. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like you're saying that you might not say their name today because you might not F with them tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And that really resonated with me. Was that a line that was really personal for you? Yes. Because um, I got a song. It's still on Apple. But I took it off YouTube because it's a song called Gang Them. It's really, a, the song's so good and hard and gangster. But I took it down because... 
the song called Gang Them, I was talking about all my friends. I said all their names. Mm. And half the names I said did some foul shit to me. Oh. So, like, once I just took the, once I started blowing up, I put the video private because I really don't want them on my page. Like, I don't fuck with mm. you no more. And I don't want you going around showing people our video and shit like that. And you did some foul shit. Mm. So, that's why I'm like, I ain't going to say nobody's names in my song no more. Mm. Because I love you. Yeah. <laughs> now people have seen on social media your relationship with Cardi B. You was at her birthday and obviously she's on tomorrow too. Where did that relationship begin? Because you bought her the watch as well, man. You're very generous. Mm -hmm. And I mean the big boy watch, <laughs> the luxury watch. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Talk to us about the beginnings of that relationship, how it began. Um, she had hit me up already when I was blowing up. As soon as I had landed in New York and I was going through the airport, she had sent me a little voice message. You know, giving me advice and motivating like like that. And so um, she'll like my stuff, you know what I'm saying? Then when I had, I was in the studio one day, and I had, I was listening to all my songs, and I'm like, who can I put on this song? So I'm like, okay, I'm finna take the Cardi. I text her, and I'm like, I got a song I want you on. She was like, girl, I already did my verse of tomorrow. I was like, what? Mm. And so, like I said, they were trying to surprise me with it. Mm -hmm. God knew was trying to surprise me, but I ended up finding out because I was trying to get her another song. And so she sent me a little clips. Uh, on, uh, she DM'd to me. I was like, oh my God, she just murdered this song. Like, when I first heard it, I was so shocked. I wasn't shocked because she hard anyway, but like how she just did this song. Like, mm -hmm. I was like, oh my God, I want to cry. Massive. And then. What happened? Oh, yeah, we just got the um, send the date up for the video and then shot the video. History. Yeah, I had a lot of fun shooting that video. You know what's unfair about this music industry? I feel like there's unfair things that are on the women that aren't on the men. So when it comes to the women, they're expected to sex up their music, bad B culture, and maybe have surgery. I feel like you spoke about the surgery thing in the past, but do you feel those pressures and have you thought about the surgery thing and how does it figure for you? You know, I, I expected to come, like, when I first blew, a lot of people were talking about me, how I look, everything. And so, it really made me embrace it more. Like, it was crazy. Then, like, I was thinking, like, they be blind because they were telling, telling me to get a BBL. I'm like, my ass is fed already. Like, what do y'all want me to get a BBL for? I'm thinking smoke. <laughs> that was crazy. Like, I think, like, people just can't see sometimes. Because mm -hmm. it's, it's going to be hard for me to get up at the church because I'm so thick. <laughs> I love that man <laughs> Listen we're about to roll out of this studio But you've got your debut project dropping 11-11-2022 yep. Tell everybody what they need to know about the project It ain't gonna be no skips On their project Y'all gonna love it It's um, Y'all just gonna love it Like I feel like I'm, I'm excited I'm kinda nervous But I'm ready for y'all to hear what else I get Let's go Anyway Life's Great is the name of the project right? Yep, anyways, life's great. Listen, they say my interviews are hotter. SK Vibe Maker and Glorilla. How about that? Thank <laughs> you very much. Thank you for having me. Guess what? SK Vibe Maker interviews are hot.